0: It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. We're gonna talk love and relationships, of course. I'm gonna get you calls, to your questions on social media at rendezvous radio. But let me say this to open the show. Many, many, many times, friends of mine reach out to me, you know, and ask me a question about the boyfriend, the girlfriend, the partner. And many, many, many times, it's a misunderstanding of what the person has said. So, really, I invite you, if you're not sure what your partner meant, reach out to me, please, and I'll help you translate before you get to a fight, an argument. Uh, that's what I've learned lately. We need more translation, less fighting. So, any questions for me about your relationships, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous. Bonjour, Brooke.
2: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on with the person you're dating these days?
2: I have met this guy that I just thought I would never meet. Um, I had thought kind of relationships were over. I had been pursuing my own path in life. I started going to school, had decided I was going to be a journalist. I wanted to make documentaries travel the world, and then all of a sudden, this guy shows up smack in the middle of completely different plans, and I really, really like him, and everything is going really great, but because of his own situation, a relationship with him means that everything I've been working for right now would be over, and... Some days I think I'm okay with that and then other days uh-huh. I wonder am I giving up too much for this relationship and I'm trying, it's like this I see. struggle to know I see. which way to go.
1: Yeah, okay. In your intuition okay, because women intuition is so on and always right what do you think you should do?
2: Ugh. That's why the doubts scare me so much I think because of exactly that like Knowing that in the past, if I've had doubts about things, those doubts have been for a reason. Mm -hmm. And really wanting this relationship, but also knowing that it's it's costing me a lot.
1: No, Exactly. So let's imagine you are a mom and you're talking to you as uh, her daughter. What would you say the daughter you are if you were your mom?
2: I would tell her that she needs to take care
1: of herself first. That's it. You know it, Brooke. Listen, that's the magic formula my dad told me a long time ago. He said, my son, when you're not sure of what to do, think if you were your own father looking at you as a son and said, what would be good for you, son? And you'll know the truth. So you answer your old question. I know it's kind of a Debbie Downer. But listen, you cannot deny your intuition the truth. and. So I think you know what to do and not give up on anything like that in that for that relationship. I think you would betray yourself if you do this.
2: I think you're right. Yeah.
1: Sorry. I don't like that role, but sometimes I have to have it, you know. So it is what it is.
2: No, I I appreciate it. That's that's perfect.
1: Because I wouldn't let my daughter do this. Exactly. All right, Brooks, thank you for calling. Good luck to you. Be strong and I'm glad you called me and we figured this one out together.
2: Thank you, Simon.
1: Changing gears, I'm going to go listen to one of my voicemail because somebody uh, needs my help to reconnect with a friend and a friendship that went in the wrong direction. So that's next. You know, and maybe I don't say it enough, but if you have a question for me, please just leave me a voicemail, 855 905 8255, with your questions 24 7, and I will get to it slowly but surely. Thank you for your patience. Now, let's listen to Aiden, see what he had to say.
3: Hi, Simon. It's
1: uh, Aiden from uh, West Chicago,
3: Illinois, and I'm calling because I had a conversation with a lifetime friend, so friends friend since childhood, and uh, many things were said, and I apologize for things that happened when we were younger, and I'm trying to have some closure and just become friends instead of estranged acquaintances. So that's my question for you. How, how do
1: I become friends with someone
3: that I hurt before?
1: Aiden, thanks for your voice, man. It's a very good question. I think we can all relate. How do you become friends again with somebody you hurt in the past? I'm going to give you my insight coming up next. If you look at your own life, do you have a friend or an ex that you hurt so badly and you regret it and you wonder, how can we be friends again? What can I do to repair? How can I do to become friends again with somebody I hurt in the past? Well, Aiden, thanks for the voicemail. The key is to repair. Repair means that for years to come, you have to be there for that friend. Saying to somebody we're going to be friends means nothing. There is no friendship without proof of friendship, just like there is no love without proof of love. And so you're going to repair and offer an opportunity for that person that you hurt to trust you again, to see you on their side, to be reliable. Small gestures, paying attention. Um, Don't hesitate to remind that you did bad. And then be there for your friends. Repair the hurt. And I think that we all have one or two or three or more people we've hurt, unfortunately, that we can repair. So reparation... Is an expression of friendship. That's my answer to you, Aiden. I hope it helps you. Uh, you call that uh, next. 855 905
4: 8255. Bonjour,
1: Sienna. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So, what did you just find out about your boyfriend?
4: He, uh, after a lot of soul searching, he finally came out and told me that he is polyamorous.
1: Okay, uh, you want to define what that is?
4: Uh, well, in in his case, it means that he finds himself deeply emotionally con- uh, attracted to more than one person at the same time.
1: But that's news to you. It's it was it was never discussed before you guys started to date.
4: It was not discussed. It, it was something he sort of mentioned in passing, but there it, it was a very mild comment. It didn't seem like something that he had really considered or or anything like that. And then we were dating for about two months, and I guess he wants to explore it.
1: Okay. Now, in your intuition, because people use polyamorous, you could also say being a player. You know, it's a convenient way to avoid the guilt. It's a scientific that works for some people, but it's also a wonderful word to cover another word, player. So in your intuition, do you think he's trying to get away with it?
4: No, because I don't think he... I've been cheated on a lot, and I know the signs of that. I'm not getting those signs from him. I'm getting uh, an emotional distance sometimes, but I don't sense that he has already done something.
1: So do you think you can live with that? Do you think you can live having a partner that will have multiple partners and have emotional connections and physical connections with other women just like he would have with you?
4: To be perfectly honest, no, I don't. I, I am a monogamous person. That is something that I definitely know.
1: Then I guess that's the answer. You gotta um, tell him, You know, I, I guess uh, soon. Uh, listen, that doesn't work for me. So I, I, wish you well. Thanks for being honest. And uh, find yourself somebody who also wants to be monogamous and have the same lifestyle than yours.
4: I guess is it? It's not appropriate to ask somebody who's decided that they're polyamorous to be exclusive in the relationship they're already in.
1: Yes, because it's, it's too late, Siena. You know? He wants to have other women. It's not, so he already knows you. He already has Ulala with you. And he still tells yeah. you he wants another lifestyle. That's his right. But you cannot, now he's told you the truth, you can't tell him, let's pretend you never said it. Can you just be exclusive? It's not going to work out. Yeah, you're right. Sorry for the, ba- the bad news. Sorry. <laughs> but I, I think it'd be better for the midterm. Sienna, good luck to you. Be strong and have a good night.
4: Thank you, Simon. You have a good night
1: too. Funny, to follow that conversation, I just got an email from Shania who has a question about the man she's seeing because it's complicated and she needs clarity. So her email is next. So I got this interesting email question from Shania who sent me that at therendezvousshow.com. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. My guy told me he's not ready for a relationship and to not wait for him. He said he doesn't want me to miss out on my future husband because I'm hanging out with him, but I like him, and I'm willing to wait. Why won't he let me? That's a cruel question. When you're dating somebody, and they tell you that you shouldn't wait for them because they're not ready for commitment, you know, getting engaged, marriage, and all that, and they tell you you should find somebody else, and you say, I want to wait for you, and why won't they let you? I'll tell you the answer next. Have you ever dated somebody that you kind of liked, you know, liked a lot even, and they told you that they are not ready to have a relationship and you shouldn't wait for them? Which is exactly what Chanya emailed me. She said, the guy I'm seeing said that he doesn't want me to miss out on my future husband because I'm hanging out with him. But she goes, I like him and I'm willing to wait. He doesn't want her to wait. So why? Why won't he let her wait? Because he knows 100% that he's not in love with you. He has no interest in the future with you, and that he's ready to move on. So he just reversed the guilt. So it's like, hey, leave me, and don't give me the dirty job of leaving you. And leave me because you can do better than me. Just go with somebody who wants to marry you. So he's just taking away the guilt part of the breakup doing this. Uh, You should certainly not wait for him, and you should absolutely move on. This guy is not an option for you. And it's clear, and he said it. So please, make sure you don't wait for him. And no more ooh or anything romantic with him whatsoever from now on. It's time to break up. That is my answer, Shania. You call that next. There is one number in America, tonight. The best number to share your romantic story for all of us to hear, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Eve.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, bonjour. So you connected with an old flame from high school or... What happened?
0: Oh, yes. It's so awesome and fun. So I was on Facebook, and I found this old friend of mine that I totally had a crush on in high school. Uh Um, I reached out to him, and we started chatting, and it turned into the video chats. And we talk almost every day. And he confided in me that in high school he had a crush on me. And I just Uh – all the feelings came flooding back. I just went crazy, and I (laughs) – I told him too. Like I had a crush on you, so we we both are single right now, and we've both uh-huh. been quarantining separately, and we've been talking. And the other day, he showed up and surprised me at my door yeah. with a mask on. But we took the masks off because we both have been safe, and we had our first kiss, and it was like just magic. I don't even know how to describe it.
1: I want to ask you. How did you feel when he told you that he had a crush on you and then you said there's emotions I just how did you feel?
0: Uh, the best way to describe it is that every hair on my body just like stood up. I had chills from the bottom to the top and I I got all of those like butterflies you get when you're young, you know, the first time you fall in love or the first time you like somebody, and you get those yes. feelings, and, and you lose that as you get older. You True. Get, it's not the same. And I True. got them all back. It's amazing.
1: Wonderful. Listen, I'm so glad for you guys. You know, some things happen in this crazy time, some good things too. And that's one of them. So, Eve, thank you so much for sharing. Good luck to both of you. And I'm happy the universe has reconnected you both.
0: Yes. Thank you. Lots of love to you.
1: Thank you very much. Same to you. Thank you, Eve. And have a good night. You too. Now it's time to go back to my voicemail and to listen to Christina's voicemail who has a very important question and I want to help her. So her voicemail is next. So if you have a question for me and, uh, you know, can't call during the show hours or haven't reached me, please always leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 with your question. And I promise you, slowly but surely, I'll get to it. Just like for Christina's voicemail now.
2: Hi, Simon. This is Christina in Fairbanks, Alaska, and I've been going through a really hard time finding out that my husband of over seven years uh, was having an affair with a coworker. worker um, He left our home with our three children for about a week um, and now came back saying he broke it off with her and uh, wants to work on himself. But I just don't know how to gain back the trust and where to go in kind of starting our marriage over again, a, a second marriage together. Thank you.
1: Christina, thank you for the voicemail. Yes, second chance or no second chance to somebody who broke your heart once, basically. Let's talk about that next. If your best friend was married, and um, sadly... Uh, she would tell you that her husband had an affair with somebody uh, he worked with and then they separate and then now the husband wants to go back with your best friend again after the cheating and after all of that. They have kids together. What would you say to your best friend? Give him a second chance or no Jose? So my credo is this, especially when they have kids together. If you do work with a therapist to be able to forgive your partner and get detox from all the anger from the disappointments and the cheating and your partner does the same, everybody does the work. I'd rather keep the family together if everybody detox. If nobody's going to work on themselves, then I'm against it. It's going to be more explosions later. So that's my advice. Yes with the therapist, no without. Thank you, Christina, for the voicemail and I wish you and your family well. Uh, You calls are next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous 855-905-8255. Bonjour Sandra.
3: Pleasure, Simon.
1: Bonjour. What's going on with your boyfriend? How can I help you?
3: Well, um, we've been together since December, so before everything. And um yep. he's just always grabbing my phone. he doesn't trust oh. me. He always wants to know what I'm doing, who I'm talking to, and he's just very aggressive with, like, just trying to see who I'm emailing. And I think it's because he's been burned before, but I can't get him to stop it. And I just don't know what to do. Like, how am I supposed to get him to trust me?
1: Yeah, so um, he suffers from a level of neurosis insecurity that is pretty high. You live together, guys?
3: Well, we kind of, I mean, we still have our own places. We don't technically live together, but we're together all the time.
1: Okay. So number one, um, you should not let him take your phone. So that's a no-no. You have to say, no, no, that's it. Either you trust me or break up with me. You can't just say, what can I do to make him feel safer? The only thing you can do with that kind of neurosis is to put like a stop sign, like a wall, like, no, that's it. No, no, don't touch my phone. What he's doing is the beginning of the first yellow light uh, before abusing you. No one should take your phone without your permission. No one should ask you all day long who you're calling, especially if you guys are together. And you have to put a stop right now. If you don't, it will end up really bad six months from a year from now. Okay. And tell him always, don't get mad at me. Ask yourself why you don't trust me, and then you'll feel better. That's it. You're not here to repair his neurosis. You're here to put a stop to his neurosis, and you have to be strong. Okay?
3: Okay, I will. Yeah, that sounds scary, but yeah.
1: What is why scary?
3: Scary that it's you said it's a yellow light and like I could be abused.
1: Because this is the same behavior I've seen. Where six months from now, a year from now, he will get enraged because you've talked to a guy. Because you've so I don't want that. He has to be afraid of you in terms of you can get rid of him in a heartbeat.
3: Yeah. I, I, okay. I just didn't think it, it was that bad, but I guess it is, it is. that bad if he's, if he's doing is. this all the time. Okay.
1: Yeah, And if you can't stop, break up with him, Before, especially before you would move in with him. You still have your own place. You're in good position. Either that stops and you can go see a therapist to help him. If it doesn't stop, you got to break up with him. And I know you're in love, but I don't want you to be hurt.
3: Okay, I hear you. I hear you.
1: Okay, good. All right, Sandra, good luck to you. Be strong. That's going to help him a lot. And thank you so much for calling. Have a good night.
3: You too, Simon.
1: If you listen to my show, you know I've talked about the power of intuition. We men intuition as a magic tool. So here's a question for you. Do you listen to your intuition when it comes to your love life? Let's talk about that next. So do you think you always listen to your intuition when it comes to your love life or not? Intuition, the magic word when you don't know what to do. Anyway, I posted that question on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio, and 64% of you voted, yes, I try to listen to my intuition, but still, 36% of you said, no, I second guess a lot. Well, if there's one big thing to learn from me, is to listen to your intuition. And really, that, especially women, because I'm not sure about the men' intuition these days, but for the women intuition... Always write on, always write 100% of the time, guaranteed, okay? So don't forget it. If you're a woman, listen to your intuition. If you're a guy, listen to your intuition, but not sure it's as powerful. Your instinct seems stronger. Anyway, thank you so much for voting. Thank you for listening to the show, and have a good night.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.